Queen be divine Queen be divine Doof, exhale <laughs> Whatever you do and exhale And then breathe in Oh, I want to say thank you for all your wonderful um, Emails, sending me emails. I'm really, people go to my contact page. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for doing that. Um, sending me messaging and loving the podcast and, and uh, getting wonderful reviews. And you can see my reviews on buttreflections.com. I just want to say thank you. Um, it's Sometimes it's difficult doing podcasts and you're like, does anybody want to speak out there? But I really do them because I enjoy them. Um, <clears throat> it helps me stay alive. Doesn't that, you know what I mean? I mean... My heart will beat, yes, regardless. But the idea of expressing I am an air sign <laughs> through air really brings life to me. Um, the other day, well, the other day, I'm actually thinking about it, but I, I was yesterday I thought about it and I thought, okay, I don't want to talk anybody any any more about the topic that I want to talk about um, until I'm ready to record, and here I am. So the other day, I was thinking about something, and I have this, okay, you know how some people have these really, these little things that it just has to be that way or else. I love washing my sheets more than once a week, probably twice a week, because it just I just, I can't, the thought of just having <laughs> like skin cells, dead cells in my bed and rolling around. I like to have my sheets always the cleanest possible. If one thing I have to do is I am a bed freak. I love a good clean sheet. My mother was a maid at Royal York Hotel in Toronto and boy, she taught me how to make a bed. And I think it stuck with me. It stuck with me. And why I'm saying this is that because when I, when the reason why it got me so ew, um, and pillowcases included, is that I was reading an article, you know, and you realize you shed a lot of dead skin. I mean, it's really good to exfoliate, by the way. <laughs> shed a lot of dead skin. And, you know, rolling around in your sheets, for me, uh, no, I take a shower every night. I do. And I still can't do it more than three or four days. I've got to change my sheets. If I could, I'd change them every day. Um, but I change my sheets at least two or three times a week because I like the fresh feeling and sleeping um, not in anything that has died. And I know it's dead skin cells. It sounds kind of crazy. But here's where I'm going with that. <sighs> exhale. <laughs> Whatever you do, and exhale, and then breathe in. You know, and I say everything. There's so many things in astrology that you know. If we just focus on the energy, we'll realize that most of us are in tune. And I, I, I say right now, you know, between uh, in the fall, I call it fall because we fall into a sleep, a spiritual sleep, meaning our body kind of slows down and relaxes, kind of takes things in. We have, for me, I realize that I have to, when I'm in that space, because I'm not a wellness journey, I'm going to remove all the dead things from my life because I don't want to continue living with dead things, dead works, things that just don't bring me any joy. That's dead. Like I am every day when I roll around, it, you know, I know I don't do that now because my friend circle is tight. <laughs> 
I am proud to say, my friend circle, I can count on two fingers. That's it. I'll include my dog, of course, three. But the point is, um, back in the day, I, I remember running with people, circle people, and you just, oh, childhood is so funny. Um, you continue to play the same role over and over again, whether you're you're trying to be someone and you're not trying to fit in. And when things don't change or they make them, when you get sad or depressed because you can't live up to whatever and you can't fit in, um, I call that dead energy because depression doesn't get you anywhere, right? Sadness doesn't get you. And if there are things in your life that are making you depressed, it's because you're in dead energy. You're sleeping with the dead. Things that are just not making you feel alive. What's that word they say now? Undead. Ugh. But the point is, is that um, it, it makes you <sighs> exhale. <laughs> Whatever you do is exhale and then breathe in. It seems that sometimes when you think life seems so hard and I used to be that way. Oh my god. Everything used to make me so sad. <laughs> if I couldn't find a sock, I'd cry. If I because I had so much crap around me, dead, dead, dead crap, that wasn't making me feel alive. And I constantly lived and slept in that energy. Dead energy. Dead energy. And from dead energy, it's very difficult to create beauty. Because you just don't keep... Life needs inspiration. It needs that spark. And depression doesn't do it. So I found that when I was depressed... It's sad, it's because it was, I was around dead energy. And as I migrated out of my life and moved across Canada with my husband and lived, I began to feel more alive, moving out of dead energy. Now, don't, don't, mind you, I tried sometimes to turn around and see if I could revitalize some of the energies that I felt had died, but no, it stayed dead. And that was my sign to realize, and although it hurts, because you're like, man, come on. Um, it was one of those lessons I learned that in order for me to become who I am, I got to remove dead energy. Dead energy. It, I feel it's different from toxic energy. Toxic energy, just blah, blah, blah. you can train yourself to, um, what was it? What's the word? Um hold your power, teach this toxic energy to teach you better, blah, 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 that's it, yeah, you can do that, you can remove them, or you can be more compassionate and teach them how to move forward, but I think dead energy means you, no matter what the thing you do, nothing is going to change, and the more energy you put into it, the angry you get, the more, oh, you should lose your mind, because nothing's happening, and you are to blame, because dead is dead is dead dead right it's dead and sometimes we we put our life on hold for dead energy hoping we'll resurrect it but dead is dead <sighs> exhale <laughs> whatever you do is exhale and then breathe in I am Is because we're in um, 
the sun in Scorpio and Pluto is um, is going through Aquarius and Pluto is the representation of Scorpio. It's a ruling planet. My point is there's a lot of rebirthing and dead energy that has to be dropped because Aquarius energy is completely opposite. It's future. It's like, yeah, we're going to do this. Let's see what's going on. And Pluto's is dead. It, it, t- it tells you to give birth. Call Marshall. C-A-L-M Marshall. A moment in the podcast where you can just relax, resonate with what you've just learned so you can move forward because it's good to digest information included. Imagination is a powerful tool to create your future. Could you imagine (laughs) when the day you were born, you had that imagination in you? It wasn't imprinted with society boundaries or traditions or expectations. It was a free imagination. Is it possible that you could imagine with your imagination before the world imprinted stuff onto your head, parameters? Your imagination must have been wild. It went to places that had no boundaries, colors you've never seen, places you couldn't even, ah, dare to dream. Emotions and flavors that are beyond today's limits. Imagination is not imagination within the borders of what society tells you that you can imagine. Imagination is going beyond that, beyond the fermentation, beyond the boundaries, before life placed concrete cuffs on your thoughts. What would you imagine if everything you knew wasn't there? One love. C-A-L-M Marshall. A moment in the podcast to remember how powerful. And let me tell you, um, God, you know how many times I've got, I'm a strong, I, I can, I read landscapes, I read pictures, you can see energy. I'm a seer. Um, as I said, not a label I gave myself, but apparently others could see that I could see. Yeah, I ain't gonna get into it. My point is Pluto energy is a generational energy. So a lot of us are going through transformational um, journeys. Things are dying and falling away, and we're going to be really sad about it. Try your best not to stay within that space. Um, It's so easy to mourn people forever. And it's not to say that you shouldn't, but I'm going to say that those who have passed, whether it's physically or spiritually or because of a disconnection, the best thing you can do is live your best life. Really, honestly, live your best life in honor of them who can't, right? And and that's how I move through dead energy that I can't change or I can't reconnect to. I said, well, if I can't, I'm not gonna sit here and well, I'm gonna move on. And that's a Pluto energy, trying to, not trying, trans, transmuting, transforming all that dead energy into something viable and passionate. And since we're in the sun of Scorpio, some of those dead energies that you've left behind will now leave a space 
for you to create something from out of darkness into the light, right? Um, Scorpio represents a lot of life and death and wealth and your hidden power. Now that you remove the dead from your life, the, the dead crap, like see it as um, gardening. And when you remove the dead leaves and soil and you mold it back into the soil to give it nutrients, you suddenly have a stronger, more vital, more powerful um, landscape trees coming out of the ground because it's all been moved into the soil. So remember that as a um, the Pluto energy dares you to go dark, go deep, go deep. Find that inside of you. Right? Don't give up on you. Don't give up on you. It's cold out there in Pluto. But that doesn't mean that love cannot keep you warm. Love for yourself. Right? <sighs> Exhale. <laughs> Whatever you do, doing, exhale. And then breathe in. Two years. Um, and I remember on, one, on, on this journey we had, we met a man. And he was wealthy. And we were homeless. And he was kind. <laughs> Lonely, probably, but uh, you know, maybe we'll call it. We'll call it kind. <laughs> and for blah blah blah, he, he stealing court cases. Words. I didn't get into it, but he was a man who made his money and made his wealth through things. Anyways, um, he was a sad man, very sad. And one day, him and I and my husband went walking. Um. And we were so grateful this man allowed us into his mansion. It was a mansion. Oh my God, it was amazing. We're like, what? What luck? Um, <laughs> um, it's a great story, but I'm not going to get into it today, right? So here is this man. You know what? Maybe I should tell you a story. Okay, so quickly. So you're on the day, I'm two days away from eviction back in um, maybe 10 years ago or something. Or 15 years ago. And... Um, I was stressed, so stressed. It was dark in winter. We were going to be out. I didn't know what to do. It was in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. We were going to be out somewhere on Balsam Street there. And we were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And to calm me down, my husband said, let's just go for a walk. And I'm like, what the f What can I do? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know how women are? I was anyway. So I, 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 I bowed to that, to that thought. And I said, okay, let's go for a walk. So we go for a walk. And um, as we were walking, we took our dog, and as we were walking down the street, this man in an Adidas outfit had earphones on, or headphones on, excuse me. And I saw him, and he saw me. And as he was walking by, because I was walking on the outside of the, the, ins the inside of, no, I wasn't on the curbside, put it that way. And um, as he walked by, this bald man walked by, put his hand out, and said, he said his address, and said, I'll talk to you later. Like he gave me a low high five, or low five instead of a high five. And I thought that was really odd. And and I looked at my husband, I'm like, why would he do that? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, should we go? I'm like, I don't know. So we go back home, we hummed and hawed about it. And about an hour later, we ended up at his place and we realized it was a mansion. Holy crap. We're like, what? So we go there and he, he tells us to tell us tell us his, our story and we said well we're going to be evicted in a couple of days he goes you're welcome to stay here for as long as you like and what and the point is <laughs> going be we, i think we were there for five months um after um during these five months i learned something about him 
that sometimes dead energy is comforting because it, it allows you to just feel nothing. And I learned this through this man. Um, and um, he, me, as I said, fast forward, me and he take me and my husband for walks. We go for walks with him because he enjoyed them. He didn't like to go alone. And he had a, a, a certain ritual that he would go to the grave sites or the graveyard or cemetery. And we would stand way away from because I did I did, I didn't understand it. Um, and he would lay in um, dugout graves and just lay there and talk to the just feel the dead energy. Anyways, he would come back one time and I asked him, I said, "Why do you do that?" He goes, "I talk to people." I'm like, "Okay." I said, "You talk to dead people?" He goes, "Well, I I'd like to think God's there." I said, "You sure God's there?" <laughs> but. Truth then, in technicality, God should be everywhere, right? So technically, he said he feels God better in there. And I said to him, I hope you know that there are many gods out there. And the dead God has a way of making you feel comfortable because it needs you. So remember to live. You know, like there are many ways to meditate and feel peace. Anyway, story for the, the fast forward. My point is... Exhale. <laughs> Whatever you do, and exhale, and then breathe. You know, death is certainly a part of life, but there are many ways that we can die quickly while we're still living, and we have to remember to infuse our body with situations, foods, everything that support life you know we gotta look at ingredients on labels and make sure it's supporting life the fabrics we wear on our skin do our best for it to support your body's breathing and your skin the people you surround yourself with should support life you know there is something called necrophilia did you know that <laughs> um it's the obsession, the obsessive fads, sorry, excuse me, the obsessive fascination with death and corpses, um, or a paraphernalia in which sexual gratification is derived from fantasies or acts of involving a corpse. Now, that is quite grim, yes, but it is a thing. Um, surrounding, some do surround themselves with death, but remember this, uh, you are life. And if that's the energy you want to give out, remember, that's the energy you'll get back. And I personally want to live. So remember, mixing with the dead is not just a physical thing, like actually necrophilia, like the term. We can also mix with the dead when we don't remove things from our life that, that don't support the light in our life, our growth. Check around. Get the dead out of the way. And let the future play. <laughs>
most of the things, most of the people on TV were still living. They were actually living beings, living life. Um, but it wasn't until recently. Now everything you, you watch now, you can go back in time and watch a soul that no longer exists still here and immerse yourself in dead energy. Um, and it, 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 it's dead energy. It's comforting. It's like that comforting shoe. Like, oh, remember when, but we are here now. And, um... Light shines on the living, right? The dead are underground. There's no light there. So when I look at the astrology of life and knowing that Pluto is going in Aquarius and um, we're in Sun and Scorpio, it's a good time to focus on getting rid of that dead energy in your life. It is scary when you have to actually participate in life. And I don't mean just... You know, getting up every day and going to work. I mean, literally participating actively in creating the future that you want. That is something that I believe Pluto Aquarius resounds with. Creating that future that I'm going deep and dark in with you. And moving that dead crap so you can grow and see the new life that's already there. Because sometimes we can't see the, our potential because there's so much dead stuff. Right? And full circle here, I change my sheets a lot because it reminds me that I shed a lot of dead energy and I don't want to sleep in that. So I, 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 I make it a habit to always have a crisp bed. I just something that I don't know what it is. It's just something in me. That's, that's what I like doing. It's just a reminder, spiritually remind me that I'm shedding every day and I have to keep my presence, my now clean with just new life. Exhale. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, exhale. And then breathe in. Right? And the astrology is is here for that. We're in those 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 fall um seed months that um we know a lot of it's winter, we're snuggling, we're getting close, we're we're staying closer to home, um depending where you would live in the world, right? Things, you don't go out as much because it's cold, so you don't venture out as much. This is a good time to look at those deep, dark places and get rid of a lot of stuff so you can be ready for the new birth in the spring. So anyways, I'm Queen Be Divine, and um, just reminding you that you are a living, a living being. Um, death is far from you, your everlasting life. Yeah, this vessel might do its thing, but the spirit within you is everlasting life. Treat it as such, feed it with light, feed it with, with situations and love and food that live, living food. When was the last time you had a living salad, non-GMO, refreshing, living salad? Try it. Feel it. We are living beings. Start treating yourself that. And the Pluto and Aquarius energy reminds us, as in 2024, it's going to be really going moving forward. Um, go deep. Live for the future. And, you know, um, transform, that, transform that dead energy into something beautiful that other people can um, aspire to, learn from, and, um, yeah, be motivated with. Um, if you would like a one-on-one reading, I do astrology um, 
astrology. I call them nurture reports because I give in your nurt in the nurture report ways to help your astrology sign your energy, how to circumvent energies, um, uh, your birth chart, so you can see your power points and what planets and you should work on and your power days. Anyhow. <laughs> I do have a mentorship program. If you'd like a mentorship program, you're, you know, you, we sign up. You have ability to schedule when you want um, to get life insights. Because sometimes it's hard out there. You need a little guidance. And um, I'm here to listen and share my insights and, see, and stories and see how they can inspire you. So check that out. Also, remember to call your power in daily. And remember the I am mantra. It's great, but remember there's so many other parts of your body that you need to connect to. So remember your mantras, your power thoughts. These things, we need them now. We need to reprogram our mind with strength, right? So we can move out of the dead energy. I am a healer. I feel healing. I do healing. I love healing. I speak healing. I see healing. I know healing. All connecting is one. Queen Be Divine is out. And remember, live. You are not dead. Do not let the world treat you like you're dead. Live. One love. Take care of you. <laughs> Life. Minawah here, you do nothing wrong. Be of yourself. Welcome to the curious Queen be divine and Queen be divine.